Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boys out here, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be alright. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So let's get started. Hey, what's up, y'all? What's up? What is your tea, darling? I'm coming to you. You what? Live, loud, and in the color with my bonnet on. <laughs> I see. <laughs> they can't see you, but we. I think we're going to try to put this one out in visual form, either on our Patreon or on our Facebook page. So make sure y'all go check it out. Um, yes. How has y'all week been going so far? It's still early in the week. It's yeah. been going really good. We've been accomplishing a lot of goals together and individually. Oh, so, that's me. Corona? Yeah, we're um come on, Ron. We we're about to move into another apartment. We've been at this apartment for like three years. So we're about to be on your side of the doorway off of Westheimer and Gessner now. Oh okay. By, right behind the Randalls. Okay, nice. And um so he's about to get his surgery on the eleventh of next month. He done paid it off in full last night. Word. So are, are you excited, Z? Nervous, excited, yeah. what? Yeah, I would say it. You know, I don't think it'll really hit me till it get closer. Mm. Yeah. Till like the day of type T. That's happened to me before. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, congratulations. That's a big step. Thank That's you. really affirming. Been a long time coming. Yeah, because people <laughs> love to. You know, some people. Be saving up for years to get surgeries done, but you know they still ain't got them done. And you know they, you know, for you to get to that point so fast, <laughs> it's amazing. I, I, I you know, I worked for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. all I gotta say. <laughs> Y'all know that was that was me being shady to me. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I caught it. That's why. Because no. that surgery made money been coming and going, coming and going. <laughs> that was Jay. So you need to help her. Yeah, somebody to help motivate, you know, yes. financially and mentally. That's really nice of you. Yeah, exactly. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because previously she was she was with moochers. Now she's not with moochers, so she got so she can. <laughs> this is now you say. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, so I have been. I have been um, really watching shit. So I started watching um, because Queen from TV Queen and Jay put it on her um, on her Twitter. On her Twitter, the last Airbender is coming to Netflix, and I never really get into cartoons because that's not really my thing. I'm not really an anime person. I want to say the last anime that I actually watched and like was old like Akira old <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's old old like Akira from back in I think that was like 80s and so I haven't really um you know been watching like cartoons I never really got on the like Dragon Ball Z wave and you know I'm a little mm-hmm. bit I aged out of that a little bit so I really sat down and watched um the Last Airbender, and it is so freaking good. It is it's so good. Like they hit on so many points. They hit on so many um, politically conscious points. I like even like feminists um, making feminist points and making um, points about the earth and points about relationships. And um, it's just really really good. And it's a cartoon, so I can understand why it won like a Peabody and writing and all this kind of stuff because it's really especially for kids they grapple really um heavy subjects but not you know not in like a really adult way but you know in a really entertaining way in the form of this cartoon and it's really it's just really really good and i really really like it i have been watching miss america mrs america and it is now that's more adult and it is on hulu and effects and it is kind of it's it's telling stories about individual women in the feminist movement of the 70s. Um, again, when they were trying to get the ERA to pass a particular law to be ratified in ratified in multiple states, and it it has episodes that feature that kind of um, shine a spotlight on like Shirley Chisholm, her run for president. Um, um, Phyllis Shafley, which is like a conservative white woman who was against like abortion, against um, women working, against all kind of, a, a white woman um, that was against it. Then we have, um, what's the lady who did Miss Magazine? Um, Gloria Steinem, um, her, just there's a, um, Niecy Nash is playing a character called, um, um, is, a, is playing a person named Flo, um, Florence Kennedy. Um, it's just so many different characters that they and nuanced situations that it's just a beautiful, well-written show. And one, a few of the episodes has been directed by a black woman director, and two of them, I think, three and four. And it's just I've been watching some really, really good shows. So <laughs> that's all I've been kind of doing, just really binge watching them and. You know, just having a kickback, self-care, kind of relax and nap, get up, watch something else, play my video game, video game and that's kind of what I've been doing all week. Ooh. That's what's yeah. up. We, I've been, like, trying to watch different series. You know, we're in quarantine, so that's really all you can do. <laughs> I think the last, no shade, the last thing I just watched was, um, series, was Hollywood. I got oh, it. Oh, that's fine. I love that. It's yeah. 
I, I stopped watching it on like episode four. I'm gonna go back to it, but it it was so good. The ones that I watched, I was like, ooh, I gotta really sit down and watch this because they're really, really good. He's really turning it out. It's spicy, it's steamy, it's kind of diverse a little bit, and the storylines is queer as fuck. I love, you know, I just, you know, Ryan Murphy really does the damn thing. Mm-hmm. When you when you watch it all, it's gonna be. It's gonna be everything to you. It's, <laughs> it's me. At first, I was like, "Damn, where the trans women?" But then I was like, "You know what? This is the a trans woman doesn't have to be in a film in order for me to feel included." It was a black woman in general that was in it that uh-huh. broke some barriers. I was like, "You know what? Boom." That, yeah, that's and it was it's talking about Hollywood in the what thirties and forties, twenty thirty forties. So the segregation movement. Yeah. And all those yeah, Pose is coming out sometime next month. I forgot when they... The new one? The new season. Yes! yes! They, yeah. they added the second Pose to... Well, second season to Netflix soon, too. Mm, nice. Uh, so, yeah, I hope that um, we continue to affirm that we are blessed and we are reaching our goals and, you know, self-caring to the fullest extent. And we hope that y'all are too. Yeah. Oh my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community and I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here so you're not only helping to sustain us you're helping to sustain other people in a community because I put my money where my mouth is you know that's just the kind of bitch I am community is fuck (laughs) so thank you I really really appreciate you and if you have not become a patron why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. So do y'all think it would be weird for you? Say you made porn. Do you think it would be weird if your friend watched your porn and got off to it? Oh, somebody, I didn't know that somebody, was that part. Somebody wanted me to ask that question. <laughs> I mean, somebody wanted, you know, they think it would be a fun topic. Mm. Yes. They said that, he said her friend, her partner doesn't think that is weird but she's like ah, i think that's kind of strange but i i also know that there's gay men from what mia told me there's gay men that have sex with their friends and um <laughs> um and you know some people even mia says that she's had sex in a room with her friends and i couldn't do none of that so I wanted to know, you know, y'all take on that, like, how fluid could y'all get with y'all friends? Well, you know, I'm very open-minded, so <laughs> baby, 
I done did a little thing, a little something strange. Not for a piece of change, but for, for no, the... for a piece of change. Well, for a piece of change, too. That ain't gonna lie, but... Both. I'm talking about... Well, you know what? I have something with friends. No shade. But... Wait, I'm talking, wait, you know what? Did something strange for a little piece of change with some friends, oh, okay. but... <laughs> I have done it, like, for free, too, but it was, like... It wasn't, like, for my pleasure. It was for validation as a woman because I was like if this piece of trade gonna see me with this these other cis women then this is validation hmm. but then uh, that's that's what I thought then but I have been what I would I feel weird if like somebody was like I'm getting off to your porn that was my best friend not best friend just or just like, a friend yeah that would be kind of yeah that's kind of weird <laughs> well to me it's one not it's just it's just different. Like I've 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 been in threesomes with a cis woman, which was my best friend, and we didn't do anything with each other. I didn't like think of her sexually. I the concentration was on the guy, so I don't know. It was, and then I've I've done I've done like paid work as an adult and just well as a sex worker. Um, with a cis woman and a trans woman and it's all about my coin at that point but like somebody like a friend of mine saying they get off to my like they my, watch your yeah and get off to me get off to it it's kind of like that's letting me know that you attracted to me and you want to pee how would you feel oh. your, your <laughs> That's what I think. I, I'm not. I'm, I think it's weird as hell. <laughs> anytime, anytime I see my friends in porn, from y'all, from <laughs> my gay mom, from any for anybody that I know that is like somebody I hang out in cuckoo, I immediately cut it off. That's I don't want to see y'all naked. I don't want to see y'all having sex. I don't. I don't want that in my psyche. I'm That's like. Not like I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, you know, if you're going through your little porn and, and shit is just kind of popping up and you can't, like from the thumbnail, you can't always tell what's happening in the video and you'll click something and you'll be like, oh, that's my dick. <laughs> you're like, oh no. So that's how I am. It's weird and strange to me because I don't want that visual in my psyche, so I don't. I don't want. I'm not getting off on no, none of my friends' porn. But I would think it was weird if my friends were getting off on a. I don't do porn, but I'm sure there's some kind of video. I know it's not no video out here of me having sex, like actually getting fucked. But it's definitely some video out here of me sucking some dick. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it's some video out here of that. So. It would be strange for me to know my friend was watching me sucking some dick and like, ooh, getting off. That would be weird to me. Yeah. Yes. I just seemed like, wow. That you want to be. To me, it seemed like, oh, I fit something. I fit something that, because I know me. If a porn ain't doing what I needed to do, I'm clicking off. Do you see what I'm saying? Like if it, if you watching porn and you seeing a um, and you see a video, because that's kind of how I do. If I'm if I'm in a porn mood, I don't really watch porn like that. But if I'm in a porn mood, I'm clicking through to see what's giving me the best scenes that I like. Where you know certain scenes that I like. So 
if this if this one is boring, I'm clicking off. If this is weird, I'm clicking off. And you kind of go through seeing what you find in one that's like the perfect angle, the perfect amount of wetness, the perfect amount, the dick size. You kind of the visual is right, and so if it's not, you click it off. So if if that's how it works for me, and I hear it works like that with other people too. So if you come across mine and you sitting there getting off on it. I'm gonna feel like you want a base. <laughs> I feel like you want that crosses friend boundaries. Like, to me, I think it's it well, I wouldn't I wouldn't be offended, but it would be yeah. something that's weird. Like yeah. it'd be kind of like Yeah, but I've had friends that like hit on me. You remember the trans guy I hung out with like that time he hit that on passive me. passive like, aggressive. I was like I don't. I couldn't see me fucking any of my friends. But I know butch queens that fuck their friends and be like, "Oh yeah, girl, yeah, me and what's the name had sex. It was cute." Da da da. And they just, you know, they just sexually fluid like that. They have group sex parties and wear each other out and be kicking and and don't be in relationships with each other. So I guess it really just depends on your perspective and your respectability politics. And then also, it really depends on the friend. So let me give you this, too. As if we're talking about, like, having sex with friends just to be having sex. Um, yeah. I couldn't have sex with Brandon, but I could have sex with Brian. Ain't that that's strange? Um, <laughs> I, I could, maybe because Brandon is not my physical type and Brian is. Maybe. Um... I couldn't, um, let me think, let me think, let me think. Um, who else? I, okay, I could have, did you, Mia, did you hang out when we were hanging out with Chandler? You remember my friend Chandler? I know what, I probably did. Was he at a birthday party? Yeah, he was at a birthday party before. Is he the straight boo? Okay, so like he's, he lives like, he was in the straight life for a, a hot minute and then he just like kind of tripped. Came over? Uh, not really. He light skinned, but and gay, the gay boy. Chandler, I think we've been to a party. It just been years ago, so you don't remember. But Chandler, I could have sex with Chandler, but I wouldn't have sex with another one of my friends like named Ben. Like it's it's it just it really, and I think it's because of it's just different things. So like. Those two, Brian and Chandler, I know they nasty because I know situations that we've talked about as friends, I know they nasty in the way that I like men to be nasty. Where Brandon is nasty too, but not my nasty type. He's like a whole <laughs> other, his type of nasty is a shit I don't like. <laughs> oh, it's not. And then, you know, I've, I've seen all of them naked, but I, nothing about Brandon is my type. Like, in, even in his femininity, it's not that Brian, Brian's physical is my type. He's feminine, so he need to shut the fuck up if I ever have it. Like, if we ever have it. But his physical is my type. He got a big old dick, he dark skin. So I could play with that physically. He just gotta be quiet. Brandon, not at all. <laughs> so, so if it's if and so Chandler, another thing, Chandler gives a another a layer of masculinity that I like, and he's just nasty. 
like the kind of nasty that I like. So I could see that. So it really just depends, especially if it's like a book tween type of thing. Now, if it's like my trans women friends, hell no. Definitely none of them. <laughs> Why not? Because I'm not into trans women. <laughs> at all. <laughs> no. Then when we talk about... It like would my, have to be for a really cute coin. No, not even for a coin. Yes. I can't see how... I can't see me having my friends for a coin. Like, it would be so... Like, I can see well, me... Not, it would, mm. I've been in situations where I was getting paid to have a client with my friends, and That's that was... And that was late. Like, me and Ty did a situation with a client, and I did not like it. Me and my gay mom did a situation with a client. I don't like being in a sexual situations with my girlfriend. I just don't. It's my life. I'd be so unbothered. <laughs> Like, girl, come on, let's wear this the fuck out. All right, bitch. Coins. That's such an easy session because, like, first of all, trade, they can't, some of them can't even perform. They be thinking they porn porn stars, and then when they get two bitches, they can't perform. And so, you know, the the session go like that, girl. You got to go, your time is up. Or they get overexcited and they bust too fast. Oh. I, I, it's just never, it's never a turn on. Like, it's just me seeing them naked is like, <clears throat> me seeing the, any, any of that is, t- if I'm, tr- if you want me to perform, I'm much rather, like, I could do a double session with a butch queen because it's too, because it's too. Like a butch queen friend? Yeah, I can do it. Yeah. Yeah, and it won't be uncomfortable because it's two dudes, and I'm visually having the visual of the two dudes. But a trans girl, I'm not turned on by a trans girl's body. I'm not. But see, that's the thing. I don't have to be turned on by, like, I'm not even paying attention to my girlfriend. I'm performing. I can't perform unless I'm turned (laughs) on. Can't perform unless I'm turned on in the situation, and and by and I'm turned on in my sex life. I'm turned on by somebody being turned on to me. So the two do the do the client being into me, and the dude having the visual and everybody being into it. I would feel weird if a trans woman was into me, even if she was performing. If I got. That's just, it's just weird to me. I don't, I don't, I, I, it's uncomfortable. I just, I don't, I, I think because I, because you flew it, bitch. That's how you is. Wait, no, no, wait. Mia said, Mia said she would bottom with a trans woman. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Ain't no bitch bottom in my bags with no titties on my bags. Remember that? <laughs> Why would you spill people to you, bitch? First of all. <laughs> oh, you tried it. <laughs> Ain't no bitch putting no tits on my back, girl. Listen, <laughs> if the point is right, if you're like, bitch, I'll give y'all a thousand apiece. I know this session is going to go quick. Give me my coin. Listen, what about, I, I don't know. I, it, it will have to be. Price, an I can't say no. Everybody got a price. So if it's like a ridiculous amount, okay. But I'm talking but about. Darling, you said that because your mind is your mind frame is like I have to be turned on by my surroundings. 
yeah. my my mind switches like like I have like my private like my like when I'm with my men my mindset and then I have a mindset for clients. I'm not even there in the room in when I'm with clients mentally. Oh, oh no, I'm in the room. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the room. And it's not necessarily that, like, because, like, of course, we all don't have clients that we're not attracted to physically, but my the energy that they're giving me is what I'm feeding off of to get my um to get my stuff going like to get to perform the energy of them being into me is what's gonna make me be like oh, i'm into this really yeah okay. that's what that's what makes me go like i don't need like the whole pretending that i'm with somebody else and pretending that i'm somewhere else that doesn't work for me it's uh -huh. the energy and i think that's why i don't make a um I don't think I would make a great actress. I think I would be good. I'm good at working on the energy of somebody else. So if I got, if I got somebody that's really into the role and I'm into the role, I can play the role. Mm. But just being somewhere else totally, no, I can't be that person. <laughs> I can't but see, be. I had to train my mind that way too because I've done, I've, I've done porn before, so like, I like for some. Sometimes I have to like get my mind prepared for my surroundings. Like I'm not there in order to perform because I may be uncomfortable or it's too many lights or I. It's just it's too that much going sense. on. I have to concentrate. But I, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, it just mm, yeah. If I mm -hmm. did you. Do like a threesome with a cis woman, like yes, yes, yeah. yes, but she gotta be a bad bitch. Okay, like mm -hmm. if I'm gonna be into it, I've done, I've done, I've done, I've done it too. Not an actual like us getting fucked in the situation because when we were about to do that. He tried to pull the condom off, and then that turned us both off because that was lame. Because we we were trying to have some fun with you, and you trying to sneak and pull condoms off, nigga. Mm -hmm. Fuck out of here. So he ruined the moment, so we stopped. But we did have like an oral sex threesome of all three of us, and it was it was turning me on. Not because first of all, she was an attractive girl. Not necessarily like before the situation. I didn't look at her like. Oh my God, ooh, she's sexy. It wasn't like that. But in the situation, because of the energy that she put into it, that energy was like, oh, she's feeling all of this going on. And then he was like, oh, he was like thirsty for it. <laughs> so both of their energy being involved in the situation, I didn't want to be the killjoy and be like, ooh, this is turning me off. Huh? So I just dove into the energy of the situation because it was arousing and it was fun to do. So we kind of just went with the flow until he ruined it. But I can't, I can't say that I've had that experience with trans women. Trans women, I've been in situations where I was like, we done suck dick together. Like we done, um, you know, just shit like that. But not, it wasn't like I'll, I can't say that I enjoyed the situation. It just was like, oh, we're just trying to 
do it just to get this nigga out of here. Um, or now me and my gay mom were in situations where the the dude living for the situation, my gay mom anti, the dude living for the situation was enough. Like how the spontaneity of it, let me give you a perfect example. So we were down in fucking um, San Diego about to go get pumped the next, like the next day we was going to Dr. Molina to go get pumped right, or whatever. So we, the day before we out shopping and having fun, going to the mall, da, da, da. We get, we're on the train and this badass nigga like start following us. Just he had body, he was fine, he was just whatever. So we like, what is he doing? Like he following us from the train. Uh, we walk, get off the train, he get off, and he walk into the hotel. So we invite him to the room, and so honey, we have. <laughs> and so well, wait, in, was it a pussy stunt? Well, it started off as a pussy stunt. <laughs> It start, we we weren't for sure what the tea was, because why would he do that? Like, we weren't for sure at first. But then, so it started off as a pussy stunt. We weren't for sure if he knew or if he didn't knew, but we didn't really. Nigga, you came up here with us, nigga. So, but we end up spilling the tea, and once we spilled the tea, he flipped, not in a negative way, but flipped to a different kind of energy. Like a, a turned on energy? No, he was turned on from the beginning. So, okay. So, how, this is how it happened. We come, we're walking from the um, train to our hotel. Anybody, the trolley. Um, anybody been in San Diego, you know there's a trolley that go through um, downtown. So, we are at like the Motel 6. So, it's like maybe four blocks away. And so, we, he's walking from the train, the city center train, all the way to the Motel 6 with us. And he's like, not coming up talking to us in the first two blocks. He just kind of following us. And so we stopped and we turned around, are you following us? Being real coy and cute. And he was like, um, and he said something cute, nothing creepy, but something cute where it wouldn't ruin the moment, where it still was saying, you know, if somebody say something, something weird, you could be like, Ugh. <laughs> and keep going. But it was whatever he said was still cute. Like, do y'all want me to be following y'all or something like that, something cute. And so we was like, maybe. And so he catches up to us and we we're talking. So it's both of us. And in that moment, he played it beautifully. He was talking to both of us, giving eye contact to both of us. You know how like when a dude come up to the crowd, you can tell which one he wants, which, what girl mm -hmm. he wants. He didn't do none of that. He was looking at both of us. He was looking at both of our titties, both of our ass, <laughs> looking at both of us in our eyes. Like he didn't give, he didn't give no energy. Like he didn't want both of us. And right. so we get to the room and we talking. And so you can't discuss your tea out loud without telling yeah. the tea. <laughs> so we looking at each other like me and my girls looking at each other like, are we about to tell T or are we about to like, are we about to play the game? Like, you know, this is what we do, man. What's up? <laughs> like, how you want to play this? And so we're like non-verbally having this discussion. We're not, we're looking at That's each other. speaking in code. Yeah, we, you know, we code, speaking in code. And so, but not verbally. So 
First, I say, well, before we get anything, I want to see what that dick is doing. <laughs> so I, I, we, I, I said, well, you know, somehow over the conversation, I said, well, you need to show us what you're working with. We might can play. You get what I'm saying? I'm like, we might can play. We, we might can do whatever if you show us what you're working with. And so he pulled out this big old juicy dick. So we like, all right. <laughs> so what are we going to do? Are we going to spill it? Or are we gonna not going to spill it? Before I can say anything, I'm on my knees gobbling because that's the bitch I am. <laughs> I'm on my knees gobbling because that's the bitch I am. And she was like, okay, well, you gobble queen, bitch. I want to give up. <laughs> you know, you, you, you that girl, but I want to give. I want to <laughs> do my thing. And so I want to tell the tea. And being that we're together, it almost there's a safety in telling the tea because mm-hmm. we're together. So. Before she tells the tea, he's like, oh, man, yeah, I'm loving this. Like, he, he, his energy is... Getting his life. Getting his life and take it, take me. Do it, give it all to me. Like, it's almost like a... Surrender. It's a, a surrender, submissive, lay back on the bed, like, oh, yes, please me. Oh, you're so <laughs> All this kind of... Um, it's like Ramp a surrendering, like a submissive surrendering. When we tell him the T, he flips it. Not in a negative, like I'm not into the T way. He flips it into a dominant, take control, all. Oh, <laughs> y'all some tranny ass bitches, so I'm going to slut y'all out. <laughs> he he was like, oh, into, this is that mind frame. <laughs> yeah, he totally flipped to like a... He went from, yeah, slut me out when he thought we were sis to I'm about to slut y'all out since y'all want to be out here tricking. Oh. That's what it turned to. So he got to like grabbing her head and slamming it on his dick and oh. <laughs> like being real aggressive. And if you know who I am, you know that doesn't turn me on. That is my late. Like in that kind That's of. That's my late too. That dominating type of deal. So I'm like, mm, uh, get your hand off my head. <laughs> All that. I don't need no help. Baby. I don't need no help, baby. Like this shit, lay back down, this whole aggressive type situation. But she continued because I think her, that's kind of turning her on. But it's, I'm like, mm, it's a, the energy done changed with me. So I stopped and go sit on the other side of the bed. And so once he nutted, he's walking around the room like a, um, uh-oh. Real like puffed up. about what the fuck just happened. And real puffed up, real chest out, contemplating. Like, man. Uh, like, we, and so, but, you know, me and Ty is fighters. So we are, we got, we, <laughs> our alert is up. So we like, are we about to, about to twirl this thing? Because <laughs> we don't know what this, but he don't, he don't go there. He just kind of, but he is puffed up, making us nervous. Like, um, just puffed up and like walking around, like sweating and like, oh, mm, mm, shit. This is after he nut. He like, man, I ain't never been in no situation like this. This is crazy. This is crazy. And we like, okay, girl, let's be crazy. Gra- gather your things. Yeah, and, but he didn't have no things to gather. He already. He, he, he probably was a bum, honey, to be honest. He was not a bum. He was too clean to be a bum. But 
he probably just was like, you know, a Jaime train, a train that, you know, <laughs> you know, a straight nigga. And so in, in the situation, I felt the spontaneity of it was a turn on. Him being into it, that beginning mindset was like, ooh, take me. With me engaging with her, with him like that was a turn on for me. Just that this is some fine-ass nigga that we just met. It's just sexy. It's, that was a turn on. So it was okay in that situation with a trans woman and it, it, with my friend being in that situation. It just was the circumstances was stronger to not turn me off that she was in. Plus, she wasn't butt naked until, you know, she was ready to fuck him. And by the time she was ready to fuck him, I was already turned off by him doing that aggressive shit. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I'm over on the other side of the bed, kind of just on my phone, seeing, like, checking email from clients. You see what I'm saying? So I didn't really get turned off in that situation. So it just depends on the search. So why I said that, why I tell that story, is that it was a, the circumstances, how it played out was a turn on, so much so that her being involved in it wasn't a turn off. Mm. He was so fine, the dick was so right, and the circumstances was so appealing that her being there didn't matter. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't be in the same room as a friend. I couldn't fuck a friend, watch a friend's porn, none of that. <laughs> you, my so friend. all the people that you hooked up with have been not well strangers. Um, I have hooked up with guys that I went to school with before transition, but they weren't friends. They just was no. Friends. Well, one of them was a childhood friend, but he had a crush on me, but. Like, he had a crush on you when you in, when you were a kid. So you were yeah. in your before, no, no, and now you having them now in your post transition. Wow! Yeah. How did he? How did he? Did y'all talk about it, or y'all just did it? Did y'all talk about? Oh, y'all no, no. He still saw me as a woman, but I was just like oh, whatever. Like I was just comfortable with him. Oh, gotcha. So like, even though I knew that he saw me as a woman, it wasn't. He wasn't disrespectful still, and he wasn't, he was like, he was avoiding pronouns and stuff, and it was still cool. He's still the same as when we was kids. So I, that kind of counts, you know what I mean? But there was never any emotional attachment to him. Like, I never really saw him, like, as a friend friend, but, like, we just hung out as kids, and he just followed me around everywhere. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I've 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 been okay. So I've been in a situation where me and two other cis women were about to have about to have a cis man, and it was fun to me because I felt like I was teaching him how to give head, and you know I had to. But the tea was that the trade didn't know that I was trans. So when you know, everybody started busting a busting it open. I was like, "Well, I'm on my period. <laughs> y'all have fun. I'm glad that y'all learned something today. I'll be in the car when y'all done." Oh, oh, I would have stayed. No, because I was jealous. I was over it. I'm like, y'all about to get your life. I'm not gonna sit here and watch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but now, but you know, I this was fun. I got to teach you girls how to how to get head properly. 
You know, you you had a a one on one experience, huh? You gave it. Yeah, we was all three of us was taking turns giving him head. Oh, what a lucky so, man! But you know, this is fun. This is a little bit of validation, kind of. But <laughs> I, had, I had a cute little time. I just I didn't think of them any kind of way. I don't know. It was oh, fun. So, see, those are the tricky situations. I feel like I'm gonna get killed in. Oh, <laughs> I can't I, do I, shit I with this like, women. Really? Yeah, because oh. I feel like they're gonna use it against me later, or they gonna they gonna tell him later, like. You know, we had that trans sucking your dick. You didn't know that was a we knew. And then it turns oh. into, let me get y'all to, like, then he gonna be mad that, oh, you tricked me with these bitches and these bitches know. Uh, I, those are the situations that I'm scared of. <laughs> See, I, when I was young, well, when I was in these situations with cis women, I had a talk with them beforehand. Hey, bitch, you can't. Don't let them know this. Don't let them know that. I don't want to do it. If this is going to be done, this is what you can do. This is what you can't do. This is how we're going to go about it. Bitch, you want to have fun? Okay, bitch, let's have fun. And what it, happens it, after? That don't mean they're going to abide by that. That's what I I'm worried about. I'm worried about I never that. had like, okay. I've been in the situations I just was wary. Go ahead. Yeah, I've, I've never... Um, like I grew, I grew up in the area where it wasn't a lot of uh, trans, trans women. women. So yeah. I didn't, I didn't have other trans women I could like explore or just have fun with. I had to, I had to be with this woman, but that wasn't something that I was worried about. It was validating in a way. Mm. Yeah, I it was scary as fuck though. I was worried about that, but I was young and I didn't care. I felt like if if bitch, I'm getting through. I'm getting through. <laughs> <laughs> but but now that I'm older, I'm like, nah, bitch, that could have been your head. <laughs> All it took for it to be, because some men don't care, and they'll like check to see if you on your period because they think you're lying. And all they had to take was one quick little, one quick little movement movement for him to to try to be aggressive, and the tea would have been spilled. And then in the situation, are they going to stand up and protect you as a as a as a trans woman would? You see that that's another thing. When I'm with trans women in that kind of situation, I feel like we're going to protect each other, as mm -hmm. opposed to if I if I'm with a cis woman, she's going to be like, "This is a man, yo." Like, do you a man? <laughs> she gonna be like, this a man. If you get the fighting, I can't help you. Nah, I, I can't imagine I've that being all of them, but that. but I can imagine. I've seen it. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I, I can I, imagine. I've seen it. Yeah. I've heard them say that. Like, yeah. my sister said that. My, my best friend said that. I've heard of the cis women be like, bitch, okay, you getting into it with these niggas, but I'm a woman at the end of the day. <laughs> And I'm like, and I can't fight them. Too. But I'm not going to let these hoes feel no type of way. But these girls was from the South. Because there was one girl from up north from New York that didn't give a fuck that stood toe-to-toe -to -toe with me against the whole football team of Clark <laughs> University. And they have no problem. Yeah, I can, I can imagine that some women would be like, ah, it is what it is. But I just have been in situations where they like... <laughs> <laughs> You got it, girl. It's not my fight no more. After they done initiated the situation. So it's just different. And so I would be worried about that. But yes, I think the point, the overall point is that I would be weird having sex, having a, a friend watching porn of mine or watching me have sex. I'm definitely not letting nobody watch me have sex 
um, if I can control that. Um, and I, there's very, there's just very few friends that I would want to have sex with or that I could have sex with. Yeah. So I just um, talked about me growing up in a rural area where, you know, I was, I was like one in three trans people. And um, I just had cis women around me to look up to and um, mold myself. There was, the, the re there's a reason why I'm um, saying this, because there was a topic um, about, well, not a topic, there was a tweet featuring Nikki Drag, is it Nikki Dragoon? Nikki Dragon. Nikki Dragon, yes. Her and Summer Walker. Uh, I guess she did a glam on her and they presented it to everybody. And people turned this into a trans woman versus cis woman type of thing. And the the question was basically, um, trans women are the blueprint. And I commented, I was like, I wait, 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 wait. Give a little bit more context. So Nikki Dragon is a trans woman. She's a trans woman that kind of got really popular. Well, she kind of was already popular on her social media, but really blew up when she when that um Victoria's Secret thing debacle happened where they were like, we don't want to have any fat women and we don't want to have any trans women on our um, runway show. You remember when one of the CEOs said that at Victoria's Secret? And so Nikki Dragoon did a video of her as an angel and she looked sickening and it went viral and she looked big. So since then, you know, she really has been growing her brand. And so one of the things that she does is makeup. She does makeup and she did Summer Walker's makeup, and she basically the video was her starting. She it started off with um, Nikki Dragon singing Summer Walker, and you hear the voice of Summer Walker, but you see Nikki Dragon, and as the camera pans when she was about to say nigga, when she didn't say nigga, <laughs> it, 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 which was I thought was cute. Smart, yeah. thank you for doing that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and the 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 camera pans to. Um, um, Summer Walker actual in the room singing. So basically it's a little cute little viral collab video of her doing her glam and she was like, I don't do everybody glam, but bitch, I, I wore this out. And she did because Summer Walker looked sickening. And she had a particular look that to me, uh, this is where me and me are different. <laughs> She has a particular way that she done her makeup that is quite popular within little techniques that is white, quite popular in the trans girl circle. And so somebody says in the comments, and this is the tweet that really went viral, the trans girl aesthetic is really becoming popular. What, read the tweet again, Mia. Um, it says the trans girl aesthetic is really winning right now. Right. And so under the comment, cis women start going in like, what? The, what you mean the trans girl aesthetic? This, the trans women are trying to be us. And then it just turns into what? It just turns into this thing where then trans women saying, it just turned into this back and forth. The chicken. Us <laughs> what, versus them. Us versus them type of thing. So. Yes, that's what happened. 
And so I said, I made a comment. I didn't read all the comments. All I seen was trans women love the blueprint. And I, I basically said, I don't feel like trans women are the blueprint because in, in me specifically, I, I model myself around the trans women that I, oh man, I'm sorry, the, the cis women around me and um that i grew up around i didn't have trans women around me that i could be like oh bitch when i when i uh transition i'm gonna look like this i'm gonna look like that and i had i only had cis women around me that I could be like oh you know or I, when i when i asked a uh, questions about what i should wear to church as a woman i i asked my mother um what uh do like when I had questions about femininity, I went to cis women, and that's mm -hmm. all I had. That's all I had until I moved to to Houston and met you, Diamond. Um, but until but before then, that's how I started my transition. So I was like, I feel like um, cis women are the blueprint, but this isn't a us versus them thing. We are all women together, and I feel like I feel like trans women admire cis women and cis women admire trans women i don't think that that one is is more is more valued than the other basically and there's a We're level within, there's a level of me that totally agrees with that I right, there's a level but in this particular case i think the look that summer walker was giving in her makeup and aesthetic in that picture that is of how the techniques used on her to feminize a face, to feminize features, to to highlight features. It is a it's something very very unique to trans women in that look. When you look at um, when you look at what's her name, the girl on Star, um, Amaya Scott. Mm -hmm. When you look at Amaya Scott, when you look at these trans women and that when they're done, like when they put on makeup to accentuate femininity and um, there are certain things that, that cis women don't have to do when it comes to makeup because they are cis women. And with trans women, there are techniques that, that are done that, can, that, that blends cis and drag that looks a certain way. Do you see what I'm saying? Because drag, think about drag makeup. It accentuates femininity, cheekbones, certain lighting. And I think that that happens when a trans woman is done, done. And so there's a unique look that a trans woman has in the way she does makeup that I have seen that has become popular in the mainstream. And so when I, in in a perfect example was Summer Walker's makeup in that video. It was it was different. It had her makeup hadn't been done like that. I've seen her makeup be done in another situation, and look at the makeup now. It looks different than what it ever has ever done, and it's because a trans woman done her makeup. I think it looks different. I think it looks unique. It's a unique style of makeup that it, that trans women do that I have seen, and I think in that particular look, I think the guy tweeting that tweet saw that aesthetic. And I think that that's what he was pointing out. Now, the idea of cis women being the blueprint, yes, I think that, I think there has to be some honesty around that. I don't think, 
But I think there's also like an osmosis that happens. I think that trans women, you, because t- cis women be boring. <laughs> Not all of them, but the the plain Jane cis women, like the regular, regular conservative cis women, that should be boring. Like they're aesthetically boring. You got to really get into the fly ass cis women. Like you, like it's, there's some fly asses when like, look at Rihanna, look at, you know, people who are fucking fly. Even like, um, the girls in the better be great. Like, um, Queen, Jay, um, 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 money. How, when they're, when they, their fashions are on, they, they look different than other people. Like they got style. They got things that make them stand out, but they're not the plain Jane regular asses girls. They got fashion and style. They got a look that they're going after. And so what I see trans women do, I see them take the general basic and turn it into something a little bit better. And then that turns into a look and then it, and it goes back to the cis women and that, then they take, take what they, then they'll inspire, <laughs> they'll inspire a look from them. And then it just keeps going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And keeps getting with with stylish bitches. We not talk about playing because a lot of times the cis women that I see y'all trying to be us, y'all basic ass bitches. Y'all be <laughs> the bad bitches. Like I don't mind saying yes, I want to look like Rihanna. Yes, I want to. Yes, I will. This look is coming from Rihanna. Yes, this look is coming from da da da. But you plain Jane basic ass bitches. No, we're not trying to look like you. You look regular. You look, you look like nothing. But that's what I mean. I think that's what, for me, I do think that cis women, just by nature, being that they came first, or you know what I'm saying, being that they are, when it comes to societal norms that we can be trying to mimic, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. But when we talk about it's more high, right, and high-level fashion <clears throat> and high-level um, styling, when we talking about that, we take the basic and take it to another level that y'all don't normally do. And most of the things, like when we talk about Beyonce being like when she's on, like when she's high fashion, high beat, she's when eating, she's Sasha Fierce. When she's Sasha Fierce, she's doing beat shit that drag girls been doing forever. Do you see what I'm saying? Like she's doing these things that we that we kind of set the standard in when we talk about it's just what it is. Like even the Queens, like all the, the high level beat girls, like when we talk about Cher and we talking about, um, Diana Ross, the people who styled them was Queens, like either, either gay male Queens. (laughs) Like when we talk about Bob Mackie, (laughs) who, who took, um, Cher's fashions to a whole nother level. When we talk about, um, Diana Ross, when we talk about these big, immaculate, drag queen-like cis women, y'all got that because the culture put that on you. It didn't just come from other cis women. It came from us when we talk about queer folks. That's just the truth. <laughs> I mean, I've, 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 and I've heard some, cis, uh, some trans women say the opposite. Like, in order to look in order to look like a cis woman, you have to be painted by a cis woman. Like, I've heard some girls be like, oh, if the girls paint you, they make you look like a drag queen. 
But if you want to look like a cis woman, you got to get a cis woman to do your makeup. So I've, I've, I've heard like, I've heard it both ways too. I've heard it both ways. I, 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 in, in, in that mindset, I think if you want to look like a cis woman, you got to tone yourself down. Like you got to, you got to be, if you, like say you going out and about the plain Jane girl with no makeup on, if you can be watch face, yeah. but the plain Jane girl, no makeup on, no nothing. You're going to be the bitch to get through because, <laughs> <laughs> but people like, um, Shauna Brooks, um, what's, um, what's the girl that passed away? Um, Bianca Raxer. Bianca Braxter, she's she's Shauna's home girl. Oh, away. Bianca. Bianca. Yeah. One of the there was a conversation that they had, and I thought it was I thought it was a sickening conversation. She was like, "If you really want to prove y'all, we don't want to say fish no more. Um, if you really want your womanhood, you really want to prove your passability. Be done. Can you pass being done?" Like, she was like, you can pass being plain Jane, because, girl, blah, 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 blah. But are they going to, if you can be full face of makeup and full fashions and not be clocked as a drag queen, that's when you're a woman, baby. If they still think you're a woman and you got all this shit on and they still think you're a woman, then you passable. <laughs> and that was legit. with a mask on. <laughs> At the front of the motherfucking Walmart, something. My passability part is revoked until further notice. Until further notice, bitch. I I can't sit with the girls no more. I need to. I need to vote out more. Not you got. Not you got clocked it with a mask on. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, they them niggas, them niggas. I I walked in front of their car. It was like they had stopped to let me in front. So I'm like, okay, this is sweet. As soon as we, as soon as I was about to walk in in front of the whole crowd, they got two bodyguards in the front. People walking in. They they roll down the passenger <laughs> the passenger window and say, "Bitch, we know you a nigga." I said. Mm. I turned around. It like, always gagged me when you tell me your clock stories because I just don't see it. You, and it's not it. just because if you needed some work, bitch, I would be like, I would be the truth. I would say it. But you, Baby, be the like, train said you are not getting through. <laughs> I just they said, bitch, we know you clock. Ooh, and then the so ugly clock. It ain't just no cool clock. That's the <laughs> ugly clock. <laughs> we know you a nigga, bitch. You got on the mask. You thought he was full enough, girl. <laughs> we still clocked it, bitch. I'm not playing And we're going to let you know it. Everybody. Oh, no. If you're cooking the girl, because you're not getting through. Yeah, but I can understand. You know, I think, I think, I think somebody on the on the on the post called you a pick me that you really oh, yeah. kind of pick me. Yes, I was like, she is being picked. Oh, really? <laughs> but but I understand because I knew you personally. I knew that you were just sharing your experience because you did admit because you didn't have a lot of trans folks around you. You did. You were kind of being the person that's saying I did. You know. I, I did mimic myself around cis women. And I don't think that that's untrue. And if a trans woman is trying to pretend like cis women didn't set a standard, I think they're lying. But if cis women are trying to pretend that we don't add to the culture, I think they're lying too. Yeah. I think especially, think about now and all these, we talked about this on a couple episodes ago, maybe like a year ago, when we was talking about 
the, them getting pumped. Them bitches weren't getting pumped like us before. <laughs> Recently, no, they, they, getting, they, getting, they were trying to look natural. They were trying to get their titties to look natural. They were trying to get their ass and hips to look. Everything was trying to be natural looking. We was the ones that was. Because that would get you pop. They would be like, oh, you got body work? Uh-uh. That's a, that's a, that's a man. Yeah. A cis woman don't have all that ass and all them titties. That's the man. But uh-huh. now. Now everybody got all of that. Everybody getting everything. And and you, I remember when I was younger, they stayed trying to slide. Take me to the doctor that did your ass. Especially like the strippers and shit. Take me to the doctor that did your ass. Take me to, take it. and then cis women, my fucking aunts, they wasn't even strippers. When they see they, my, what I was getting my titties done, they like, oh shit, can they do that to me? Da, 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 da. Next thing I know, she got implants. <laughs> I mentioned that, but they also still y'all's language. Like uh, I said, I should say our language, mm-hmm. but our language. Yeah, is like LGBT. There, there is a, there is a <laughs> period. Yeah, there is a cultural share that's happening, yeah. and I think we, if, when we acknowledge that it's a cultural share that's happening. That yeah. that is okay, and we stop trying to make it competitive. And right. I don't think I don't think it's like that with people who are trans inclusive. I think the churfs get offended when you yeah. compare transness and cisness. I think people who are trans inclusive they yeah. like, of course, that's a woman, <laughs> so of course she fly, or of course I'm fly. And it's it, it just for me. I just don't see. Um, it being a useful conversation. Like the whole cis versus trans thing, it may be useful in another context, but in this context, when we're when it's literally a video of a trans woman and a cis woman coming together, showing their talent, she's singing, she's doing her makeup, it really could have been a moment of beautiful collaboration. Y'all turned into this cis versus trans thing, which is stupid. I don't think it's They useful. turned it into so many things. Like they said that uh, what's the name was uh, what's her name um, Summer Walker was mixed with Asian and she not denying that she mixed with Asian and like I was like oh y'all are doing a lot. Social <laughs> <laughs> media for you though. That's social media. Yeah, that, but they're always trying to pin the girls against each other. Like I seen a, another pizza tray that that made a post saying I. They, it was the same about Nikki Dragon and Summer Walker saying, I bet you when trans women go to the plastic surgeon, they be they have a picture of A, B, C, and then they had a picture of of, of Summer Walker. And I had thought about it. I was like, well, that he kind of right because we do be having pictures of being like, yeah, bitch, this is how I want my nose. <laughs> or this is how I want my face done. And, but cis women do the same thing too. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I think it, it, I think, I think what our, what I want our audience to take away from it is not really, even though we just kind of broke down like the differences and verses and da, 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 da. This moment was about their collaboration. It was about, um, cis women, cis women and trans women coming together and producing something beautiful. And mm-hmm. I think the initial video was really, really beautiful. It was a trans woman mm-hmm. collaborating and it was just really, really good. So it sometimes it's unuseful to, you know, 
be be in competition because it doesn't it doesn't move us f- for further in the conversation it doesn't move society further because because so, think about it we are supposed to be out here trying to dismantle this patriarchy and it's it doesn't do any of us any good to sit here and bicker with each other <laughs> on a personal level one-on-one me against a sis or on a community level, us against them, it doesn't serve us in regards to, it actually does the opposite. It keeps us on that same level of who's better, who's not better, and da 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 and it just doesn't work for us. So make sure that y'all are not having useless cis versus trans conversation. All right, so... I wanted to bring a conversation that my friend brought to me. So she sent a long message <laughs> to me, um, and I want to read it to y'all. She she brought up the conversation of trans trans attracted art, like actual art, like pictures and portraits and cartoons and art and you know just imaging um, trans attracted. Um, image and she was like they always either are hiding rt or always showing us revealing rt always it seems like it's us always asking for acceptance it's always us um it's no kind of different narrative and she was like the reason why i bring this up because i have a my male friend she was like her guy friend who she's been in relationship with for 12 years um He's a trans attractive man. He's open about it. They live together. They've been in a relationship. He's helping her pay bills. They in the same house together. And she says it's a lot of times that she would have conversations with him and he would be like, and she would be like, he doesn't literally know anything about me. Like I could be, she was like, I could have a conversation with him and all, and although he's into my body and into my physical and the sex part is cool, he doesn't know anything about me. And this is what she's saying after 12 years of them. And we're not talking about just a hookup. We're talking about living together and paying bills. And this situation, I told her, I said, I don't think this is unique to trans girls. Because she was making, she was almost implying that it was, they can't unique get past. Unique situation? Not unique to her situation, but unique to the trans situation. Like, they can't get past the fetishization to even get to know you, get to know other things about you. And... Mm-hmm. That sounds like a conversation that you would have with somebody early in your relationship. But this is somebody who she's been in relationship with for 12 years, living together, paying bills together, you know, really hustling and and striving and living together. So I was explaining to her that I don't think that this is something that um, is unique to us. I think that there are married cis women who come to that realization, too. (laughs) <laughs> I think that there are married such women who, who are married and in relationship with dudes and one moment they're sitting having a conversation with them and they realize God, this nigga doesn't know shit about me. Or you'd be like, why am I with them again? Yeah, like why like why are you with me if you don't know anything about me? Like you yeah. don't know anything? 
And so have you that? in the past, yes. Not Wait. during our relationship. Oh, okay, you know. I just <laughs> I just wanted to know if we had to have a conversation. <laughs> like if you don't know anything about me, I I feel like there's a part of me that is almost it wouldn't go that long for yeah. me. Uh-huh. There has yeah. to be a moment when I'm calling it out. And yeah. there has to be a moment where I'm like, yo, we don't do anything but fuck. We don't do anything but, uh, yeah. you know, it has to be something that there has to be a conversation where you got to be like, hey, how are we getting to know each other? How are we um, getting to know each other on a deeper level than just the physical attraction and the fetish has? And and so what I wanted to ask y'all is, do y'all think that people get past the fetishization? Do you think they get past it? And do you think that that's, and not fetishizing us because of transness. I'm talking about for women. I'm talking for, for trans men. I'm talking about for people. The roles. Just people. How do they, how do you get past, if you're sexual, in a sexual situation with somebody and y'all are going to relationship of course when you first are in a relationship and start that first interaction there's a physical attraction and y'all probably have great sex if it continues to go into relate if y'all have some wax sex it's not gonna go nowhere but if you (laughs) have some good sex it goes further it goes into a relationship right and so how do you get past once how do you get on a deeper level past the sexual attraction how do you keep going past the sexual attraction so if y'all are in y'all are in a relationship y'all been in a relationship for three years how do you get past the okay now we jump the hurdle yes we've had sex and we enjoy sex with each other what's the next how do you get to the next level of deeper love deeper understanding of each other deeper knowing of people's intimate insides other than fucking if y'all can go a while without having sex and still have a connection that should be a hint that there's chemistry like real chemistry if y'all could be happy together and you'd be like you know what i realized we ain't have sex in a while and it just be like oh yeah we really did it like if it could be like that i feel like maybe is you really got something real going on or like if y'all could like really have deep conversations and the person actually want, you can tell that person actually wants to know stuff about you and asks you stuff about yourself all the time. You know what I mean? Like they actually like invested, but you can tell they invested in getting to know you and what your triggers are and um, what you want in life. Like asking of your goals, and you know just always invested in you more than they are of themselves sometimes like that's when you know the person is invested in your growth and you as a person more than just your body would you um i really think it has to do with communication um we we are not afraid to communicate with each other. I'm very opinionated and so are you, but you are way more vocal than I am. I'm, I'm a little bit more build it up and then I pop tight, but I've been trying to work on that. 
But I, I think with like strong communication is how we've been able to go pra- go past sex. But however, we didn't have sex until we were in a relationship. So we already had a connection before we got into a relationship. Mm. Yeah, I think it depends on what your personal. You got to know what you want. Like you can't just deal with people because you're trans. You can't just deal with people because you like well. He likes me and he steps up to the plate. Like, you can't settle for shit like that. Oh, he, he pay bills. So, you know, like, just settle for what you actually want. Like, you like, oh, okay, like, make you a little checklist. Like, if the, <laughs> but no, nobody's going to be perfect. Everybody's going to have their flaws. But for the most part, when you can see somebody you being with, if they have everything you could check off on the list, then you good. But you can't just be like, well, like he paid bills, he stayed with me, he not ashamed to be with me in public, you know, all cool. Like, so you're saying that's not to, enough. You should want more than that. Yeah, you should. They should be invested in you as a person. Like, you know what I mean? Like, more than that. I also think that um, that person should. Like, you guys should have a clear understanding of what you want out of your relationship and yeah. and its longevity. I think that's really, really important. Because some, some people don't even have that conversation. They just in it. They just go on with the flow. Yeah. And I, th- I think... I think that's really important because some, some people don't want the same thing out of a relationship. Like, some people want, like, that stereotype, uh, that old school, you know, you have children, I'm the provider... We're in this financially. We're going to build this, you know, this generational wealth. And I want a financial partner and, a, and someone that I love aspect. And well, sometimes some people, that could be good. Which, you know, but depending on the person, that's, yeah. some people want that. Yeah. But, like, you know, I feel like knowing, knowing what your partner wants and knowing that you guys are on the same path makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Or and, what, and not just what your partner wants, knowing what you want as well is very important. Yes. And I think a lot of times people pretend they want people just to have the image of a relationship. I think sometimes, yeah. I'm, I'm not necessarily my friend situation, but what I... Yes. I talk, I talk yes. about me. Huh? Yes. Oh, I was saying, yes, I agree with that. You had an ex like that. In my situation... I, not in the beginning, the beginning, I remember the relationship that I had years ago in my early 20s, um, the beginning was amazing. Like it was, um, it wasn't just about sex. It was about, um, we should, like you just said, Z, we would be in a situation where we didn't have sex. So we hadn't had sex in a mile and we were like, oh, we ain't fucked in a minute. Like it would be yeah. like, you almost forget about it because I did enjoy being around him. I did enjoy, he did enjoy being around me. We would do things outside of sex that we both really, really got off on. Not nearly got off like physically, but we really enjoyed these particular things together when it comes to video games, when it comes to shopping, when it comes to, um, you know, just exploring the city that we were particularly living in. And I was, there was a very unique relationship. And I actually haven't found a relationship like this um, after. Um, it one started, but it didn't end well. Um, but our situation, once the problem started to come in and I had, and I ended up taking him back. 
it almost was like I was pretending that the, everything was okay. Like even mm-hmm. though um, different kind of circumstances, but it's just uh, sometimes I think people pretend that everything is okay just to have the image of the relationship, just to not shake the boat. And this and the sex continues the blue, like it continues, like oh we have sex and that's good, but. Yeah. You're not having conversations about what do you want, like you said. Like what, what, what do you? What's the next level of this relationship? What's the next level in our communication in this relationship? It's not just going with the flow. What's the next? How can we take this communication to the next level? What do I want? What are we building here? Are we just kind of going with the flow? You need a place to stay. I need a place to stay. I need somebody to help pay me. You need somebody to help pay bills. Especially in our particular situation as trans folks, when we can be disparaged so much and in financial binds so much that sometimes that comfortability of somebody there helping out with the bills is yeah. is something that is a big thing. <laughs> yeah. That is a big thing. I'm somebody that, that has, I ain't had nobody help me in there with bills. So I would love that. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I'm somebody yeah. who doesn't have the luxury of that. And having that could be something that's like, ooh, do I want to give this up just because he don't know shit about me? <laughs> we still fucking good. We still getting along in the house together. So do I want to rock the boat to get to that next level of understanding, to get to that deeper level of love, to get to that deeper knowing of myself? Do I want to rock the boat? Is it? it can I sacrifice mm-hmm. that? I don't know. Sometimes it feels like that's the compromise that you're making. I yeah, don't think it's sometimes, yeah. And sometimes it's not even like it's drama filled. Sometimes you get blinded by it just being cool. And you just go on yeah. with the but then you realize I'm not even happy. Like, that's kind of how my last relationship was. Like, my last relationship, there was never no drama. We never fought. Exactly. It was really well. She was real cool. I was attracted to her. But it was still something I was like, I don't know. I'm just not really happy. You cool. You one of the best friends I ever had. One of the best relationships I ever been in. But, like, sometimes it's just not drama-filled. Right. And I think that's the situation she's in. My friend, I think that she's in a situation where it's not drama. It's not like he's some, um, it might be, it's 12 years, so I'm sure there's been something that has happened. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but in general, it's not drama field. There's no abuse. There's no abuse. It's just like, cool. But I think she's coming to the realization in certain conversations that yeah. You don't really know me like that. Like or or we're just drifting apart. Like I'm I'm realizing I may not be happy in this situation because he doesn't know me or he's not attempting to even go further. Because yeah. it's so cool, because it's so not drama, him as a man, and I think they kind of wired like this, I think. Um I think sometimes men can be wired and conditioned to be like, if everything is cool, what's the problem? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, is everything, I'm not cheating on you. I'm yeah. bills. I'm doing all this basic stuff. And they don't think about what's the next level. Yeah. And they, they like, it, it just seems like everything is cool. And you just making up shit to be not be happy about. 
And I think that they don't understand that it's a, it's a deeper level that love can go. And if you're not going there in regards to how you support, in regards to how you engage, in regards to how you, um, how deep you know. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it, I don't think they, I don't think, I think they're geared that if everything is cool and I'm not doing this basic shit, then what's the problem? Yeah. yeah. Also, I lost the thought. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when that happens. It was on the edge of my mind. <laughs> I think in my in my particular situation, I think the patience that it takes to get to there, I'm not. I don't have it in me anymore. Yeah. I don't have the patience. I don't have. I don't even want it to just be cool. Like I'm just waiting for the just be cool stage. I don't have it. I need it to be. And then, ooh, then we grow and we keep going. But if if it's this drama, like I'm like I'm to the age now that I'm like, I just I just no longer. <laughs> there was this headline of Whoopi Goldberg where she was like, they were asking her, does she want to get married again? She was like, I'm just to the point where I don't even want somebody in my house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And I'm like, I can't. There's a part of me. That's like on the fence. Like it's a part of me that's like, oh, bitch, I feel that. Where I like how I am in my house. And if you you coming in here will disrupt something. And I gotta adjust to it. And I don't know if I'm I have the patience yeah. to make that adjustment anymore. Like where y'all are, y'all still young, y'all moving together and learning each other and learning what this person like, learning compromising in this in living spaces. I don't mm. think I have the patience for that anymore. Um, and then navigating the trust, and it just, I just, I just, yeah, I'm like, it's a lot of work. It's, it's work. a lot of work that I'm, I don't have it's investment. Like, investment. It's in, yeah. like, you're investing your time, your patience, it's your individual time. Like, you're, but you have to, like, the person that's what makes relationships work. Y'all have to want the same thing. It has yeah. to be, if, if you don't want that, that's okay. Like, just don't yeah. do what you don't want to. Yeah, I think that's the end of that. And it's good that you use the word investment because investment, when I think of investment, I'm thinking about money. Like I think investment yeah. is like money. And so the context of money and investments are always a risk. Like you are putting something in and risking that you're, what you get out of this is going mm -hmm. to be equal or more. You don't want to go down. And so for me, that risk <laughs> and, and on top of that, you have to be willing to let guards down like are you willing right. to love because if you're not willing to unconditionally love then what's the point yeah and I'm not <laughs> and that's, that's a big my risk. love come with conditions my mother. <laughs> yeah 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 there's nothing yeah. wrong with that but like, you yeah I, I just think it's and it's strange. It feels strange because that's such the opposite of what I was when I was younger. Relationships was the pinnacle of success to me. Having a love and 
being in relationships and being in love and finding a partner, that was the affirmation. That was the validation. That was the goal. That was like, oh, if you ain't got no man, bitch, who are you? <laughs> and, or not yeah. just a man, but relationship. If you don't have a love, mm-hmm. not necessarily a man, because I saw it in, you know, lesbians too. Like, if you ain't got no partner, what? <laughs> Like what, yeah, what? People try to make it seem like people that don't want a partner or don't have a partner are miserable. Yes, and I used to but be that person. You, so I used to say miserable. I wouldn't say um, I, I. No, no, no. I wouldn't think that they were miserable. Oh no, no no no! I wouldn't think that they were lonely, miserable. I would think that that oh you you you're just in transition. Like you want you you want a man you just focus on uh, something else like i always thought like everybody wanted a man or a, a, a woman a or a partner everybody mm-hmm. wanted a partner everybody like everybody wants love of course you want to love of course you want to get married of course yeah, you want to yeah, always like, say you'll find it one day yeah that's yeah. that was me <laughs> that was, I, I wouldn't be like you lonely i just i would be like because oh, I, I, I remember when I was single, I wasn't lonely. Like, now, I'm not lonely. I'm alone, okay. but I'm not okay. lonely. I'm not, I don't feel, I don't feel a, a relationship will complete me. Back gotcha. in the day, I felt it would complete me. Gotcha. I felt like that was the key. Like, that was the key to your womanhood. That was the key to actualizing your um that was a part of it that was a part of yeah. the adulthood to be in a relationship because that's what i saw i thought mm-hmm. the part it's like get a part it's of me yes a part yeah. of my a part of my goals it was it was aligned it was in the same basket as getting your degree getting the house uh-huh. it was those were the classic things you needed yeah. a degree you need to graduate from school you need you need a house. You need to get who nobody. You want to get into ownership. You want a house. You don't want to be renting. You don't want to be da 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 da. You want a house. That is that was the elevation. That was the next level. The and then what goes along with them three: education, house, shelter, love, relationship. You need a partner. Your job is to get a partner, and that was the rules. And so now that I'm older. All those rules have been upheaval. Like, I, I don't value degrees anymore because gr- degrees don't have value like they used to have. Yeah. Um, I've seen people get so successful without degrees that mm-hmm. I'm like, do you really need that? Or, like, I guess in certain fields you just have to because you can't even get in the door without it. But there's people with degrees right now that's jobless. Yeah, that's jobless or. Um, or in a field that's not a part of their degree. And then a house, when we talk about housing, housing don't have the same value as it did. Um, the, the getting a house doesn't have the same value as it did when, when my grandparents were coming up. Um, the access wasn't as the same. The quality wasn't the same. And it's the same thing with relationships. It's like, uh I, they don't yeah. have the same value no more. Like it's everybody's more independent-minded now. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody's thinking for themselves and kind of like leaving those binary mm-hmm. boxes. Like everybody's kind of like, "Hey, I'm cool with exploring." Like, yeah. and like everybody's dipping into polyamory and you know, like different types of relationships. I see now. Yeah, but 
you know, you have to know. That's why in this world, knowing like you have so many options now and it being okay, you have to know what you want. And that's okay for you to only stick with that and only settle for that, even if you're 80 years old and you be 80 and be like, okay, I finally found love in my life. I guess I'll settle now. That's fine. Or if you be like, shit, I'm just be by myself the rest of my life. That's okay. Like, you, I promise you, you'll survive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's a show, y'all. And also, we want to thank all of our patrons. Like, we know that Rona got people coins looking late. And yeah. so, you know, if you had to, I saw a lot of y'all adjusted your um, donation. And don't feel bad about that. We know shit is going on. Don't feel bad about anything. Take care of yourself. And the people who have, um, who are still donating thank you so much like it is we're, we're really trying to save up for a trip for us after rona we had planned it for this but we really are trying to um really do some things and plan some trip that includes some content from y'all for y'all so we definitely thank y'all we are trying to you know we're just trying to do our thing and be more self-sufficient because we love doing content and we appreciate you um, supporting us. And also, if you have the time, make sure you go leave a review. We ain't had a review since um, on our Apple since like February. Yeah, February. Yeah, so make sure y'all go check it out and leave us a review. If you are new, if you've been, if you're a new subscriber that has been coming, that came just in 2020, let us know. Let's, let us know what's up. All right, y'all. All right. Bye, Dobby. Bye, y'all. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye bye. You gonna say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's gonna be.